Memphis, 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 Hi, this is Tom Izzo at Michigan State, and you're listening to Grizz 901. What up, Grizz Nation, and welcome to another episode of Grizz 901. I am your host, Daniel Greer, and we have with us the guy who is in attendance at the games, Nathan Qualls. We are going to hit all Summer League. That's it. Just the Utah Summer League. And then we're going to preview a little bit about uh, what's going to happen in Vegas. But first, let's go ahead and get into it. You were there in attendance you actually moved there uh, less than a year ago to Utah. Um, and so you are there. And so you were able to go see the Summer League. So give us a little bit about the arena, a little bit about the atmosphere, but then uh, go ahead and talk to us about the first two games. And best $20 seats of my life. I can give you that for sure. I, I don't think I'll ever get that kind of seat for $20 again. But as far as the arena goes, man, Vivin Arena is a definition of mid, dude. It's just like bland and like you know the jerseys they just came out with their their new jerseys. Yeah, that's a good reflection of the arena. Which, by the way, they did a promo for there, and it was just everybody's around. There's jazz fans in there, and even the jazz fans like that seems pretty plain there, doesn't it, Brian? Yeah, it was. It's not good. And then all their all their concessions, which not many are open because of summer league, but all of them are all digital. Like, there's no menus. You have to do a QR code to get the menus. You can't pay with cash anywhere. It's all card, which that may be a little more common, but I even have menus. They're, they're trying too hard. But it was um, it was fun, man. There's a lot of people t- tuned in to see Memphis. I think more so to see Ja. You saw a lot of people there to to see Ja Morant. Um, so there there is a better crowd than I thought there would be, especially the first game. Um, but then it was mainly jazz fans, right? So they start pouring in when the jazz are about to play. And that was the one game I didn't go to. So I wasn't there tonight, but, um, it was fun, man. It was a fun environment. It was a lot of people were sort of letting loose, having a good time watching some, uh, meaningless basketball, but fun basketball. So I I enjoyed it for sure. So you would say the entire arena, the atmosphere, because I heard, you had uh what was it? Was it a hot dog? Is that what you had? I had a hot dog and fries. They're from J Dogs, which is a, a big deal here. And they have fry sauce, which I think they invented, but it's just Zaxby sauce slash Chick-fil-A sauce slash Abner sauce slash every chicken place sauce. But they think it's a big deal. The fries were awesome. I'll say that. J Dog's fries are pretty awesome. The dogs are just I mean, overpriced hot dogs. That's what it is. You're saying the whole atmosphere, everything about it, just mid. Because I think you uh, actually said it was a mid dog that you just ate for like 15 bucks. <laughs> yeah, something along those lines. <laughs> that That is correct. That's correct. It does get loud. I'll say that. It, there's one thing for sure. It gets loud in there when that crowd gets bumping. I was in a regular season game this past year. And even when the jazz guys come out for summer league, it's, it definitely gets loud. That's the one thing about it that stay is really, really great for a home arena. But everything else, man. Meh. Meh. All right. So let's get into the games uh, that happened and, and we'll get your opinion uh, because you were there and then we'll hit on what actually just transpired in this third game. But the first two games, the Grizzlies opened up with the 76ers, took them down 
uh, they played pretty well. They shot the lights out in the first half um, and then kind of let uh, the game get a little bit back to, you know, a closer game. I really think that the guys got tired. Uh, they are, you know, they're in Utah. So the weather is a little different there. Uh, and so sometimes, you know, you got to get a little bit more gas than you normally would. Uh, but then they set majority of the guys, but, but Chet and Giddy played. And Giddy had a triple-double. Summer league triple double. How awesome is that? So you're in attendance both games. Give me your opinion about some guys or what you saw, uh, and then we'll just keep on rolling with those. Josh Giddy has no reason to be playing in a summer league game. That dude was so far and away the best dude on the court. It was unbelievable. I don't, I really don't know why he's playing in that, but I mean, yeah, he looked awesome, obviously. Um, Chet is going to be good he's he's gonna be good for sure there's no doubt about that but he did not like the physicality from junior i don't want i don't want to say a name that he doesn't like from junior Junior's but you. There, there's a hundred percent the the fatigue factor you know you saw it in lofton himself he was laboring down the court a little bit chet definitely was tired i'm i'm just gonna be honest back-to-back games first time playing real basketball in a while i'm sure but it wasn't just being tired i mean when when lofton put his body into him he was i mean tomato chest in that dude he was caving it was not just fatigue and you could tell he did not want any part of it because when lofton would go out and chet was still in he'd try and take dudes off the dribble Mm-hmm. But when Lofton was in, he could take him off the dribble, but he was not going for it. He just didn't want to deal with it. So um, I don't think it's going to be one of those things that makes Chet like he's not a bust or anything like that, but it's definitely something to watch. He's going to struggle against physical centers. I think big, strong dudes. I think that's something that's a, a real concern that's going to manifest. But other than that, with them, Jalen Williams with, a, uh, I think, number eight Jalen Williams, Santa Clara Jalen Williams, he uh, he looked good, dude. He got a. He was getting a little hyped up, in my opinion, on some of the officiating. Let's see how that plans out. I, I anticipate him getting teed up a little bit this coming season. But man, he's got a pretty shot, mega athletic, super explosive. I was really impressed with him as well. I think he's going to end up being a player. So that's about it for OKC on their side. All right, so let's get into our guys uh, a little bit more, and we'll kind of run down them. So uh, you saw Zaire. He's on the ball. Uh, what's your opinion on Zaire so far in the summer league? We've we now seen him three games, okay, and he's played okay. It's nothing like that just jumps off uh, the page. Now, tonight uh, he did have 19 points, so it was his best game. I think he looked more in control. I think that his assists went way down. He had two assists uh, compared to the first game, and I think he had seven, so – um, any, any thoughts on Zaire so far uh, with them giving them him the ball more? There's a lot to like. There's a lot to improve upon. I mean, the ball handling is definitely not ideal. You you want to see him tighten up the handle a little bit. The first game was really, really loose with the handle. That was the only time I got to see him in person. He didn't play in that second game. But tonight he looked much more in control. I thought everything that I was really worried about with the ball handling after game one, he improved upon in game three tonight against the Jazz. And then the passing, it looks really good. He's the decision making I thought in game one could have improved, but I thought in this last game it did improve. And you gotta remember there's the first game, their first time playing together, right? There's a lot that wouldn't be a factor when it comes to regular season playing with your guys. So 
all in all, I was I was very happy with what I saw from Zaire, especially after game three, cleaning up the things I hoped he would clean up. And then just a the general creation, especially shot creation, super encouraging. I love the way he's getting down there and using his body down low to create a little space and get little jump shots, little fadeaways really close to the basket. I think he is going to – he's definitely going to take a leap this year. It's just a matter of how big it is. If he is able to do what Desmond Bain did, which was come to summer league, see what he needs to improve upon in live action, then go home and do it and really do it. I mean, he could take a Desmond Bain type leak, type leap, sorry. But if he doesn't do that, then he's still going to take a shot creation leap and a passing creation leap. It's it's there. So really impressed with what I saw with Zaire. Well, it, I mean, sky's the limit. Same thing we've been saying all offseason. Sky's the limit for Z going into the season. Yeah, I think this is really the, um, I guess, it's his chance to kind of show what he's able to do, uh, the shot creation. I don't, I don't see it's there yet. I think it uh, has potential, but what I saw that I did not see during the regular season, um, I was seeing him when times got tough, he realized what he had to go do, such as, you know, the game's not going well. And this happened a lot tonight. He would get the ball and he would somehow get to the free throw line and somewhere in that area and back his guy down and turn around and shoot over him because he's really, really, really long. I like that. And, yes, I, I think that he has a long way to go from, um, I guess, getting really good handles. I think that's one of the things that he's going to prove on. Um, but at the end of the day, you're playing with John Morant, you're playing with Tyus Jones, playing with Kenny Chandler. I don't know if you're having to be the guy with the rock all the time. But I do like that he's creating – but not really off the dribble as much as just kind of learn how to back people down. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's He's not going to be the Kevin Durant drive down, do the little elbow jumper type shot creator, right? But that's not what we need him to be. We need him to be exactly what you said, a guy we can go to to create a shot late in the clock, just be able to do it, have the ability, and be confident and reliable in it. And he's shown that so far this, this summer. Yep, so the Grizzlies uh, were 2-1 and one overall in, in the entire uh, three games there in Utah. Uh, they're now going to head to uh, Vegas where they have four games before the tournament. Um, and so we're going to make sure that we hit on a few more guys, but um, give me a little bit on Xavier Tillman senior. Like what are your thoughts on him? And I don't want to go too long on these guys. So uh, really quick, what's your, what's your opinion on him? I don't think much has changed since last season. You know, he's, He's going to give you solid, reliable minutes. He can give you spot minutes when you need them. He can fill in when we have something like what happened in the playoffs where Steven Adams was not playable or wasn't there, but it's the same thing. He just doesn't – he doesn't do anything great, really. It's just, you know, it's nothing super reliable. You know, he gets in there. He's going to give you the same effort every time, which is the one thing you can always expect. He has a definite floor what he's going to be able to provide. But, I mean, the floater is not always there. It's not like he's always going to hit a three. I don't ever expect him to hit the three. He's going to get down there and battle for rebounds, but he's not necessarily big enough to actually get them. You know, it's his fit. He is an NBA rotation player. I still just don't see it with Memphis right now. It's honestly where I land. You know, I love X. I think he's – gonna be a player i think he's gonna have a career i just don't think it's in memphis yes you know it doesn't fit with them so it's same thing like i love him i didn't think i saw anything bad from him but i didn't see anything good enough to move the needle either 
Yeah, and people are freaking out about him. Don't get me wrong. I don't like Xavier Tillman's game. I don't think he is a good NBA player. I think he's fine for what he is. But let's just be realistic about this. He he was um, he had you know Jaron as his best man in his wedding, right? So you have ties there. He's okay. He's never going to cause issue. He's going to be Mr. Reliable for the most part. There's not much to it. And let's just kind of look at the numbers, the money. He makes $1.7 million. And then next year, the, the Grizzlies have a team option of $1.9. So he's not going to be over $2 million. He makes next to last, right above Kenny Chandler, as in how much he makes per year. And then above that, it's above Kenny Lofton and Vincent William Jr., who are on two ways. So Tilly, Aldama, Bank, Conchart, Roddy, Laravia, Clark, Williams, and, and go on. Like, they all make more money than Xavier Tillman. So that's the only reason I don't worry about it. I think what has to happen is something has to happen on him where he has to figure out, what am I? Is this my life? Like, am I okay making 2 to $3 million a year? being in Memphis next to my best friend, seeing him flourish and being a backup and maybe playing, maybe not. Or do I want to take a chance and maybe come back in a couple of years if I don't get what I get? Because in the end, you know, you could probably come back to Memphis in three or four years if you really felt like you wanted to take a chance. So I don't know what he is. I don't want to spend too much time with him. So let's move on. Um, and then we're going to go to Salty Aldama. Um, I, I don't know. Santi, he, he's good. He obviously was the the talk of Grizz Twitter very much in the offseason between the end of the year, getting into a little bit of the summer talk, getting closer to the summer league. Jaron goes down. The Grizzlies don't do anything in free agency. They don't make any trades. Everybody's on the Santi train. Like, they're ready for him to take over, possibly move into the starting position. And I'm over here laughing the entire time. He's not ready. And we know he's not ready, but they all thought he was ready. What, what, what are we doing? You, you and me both, man. I saw that going around Grizz Twitter. I actually thought it was a joke. I thought it was no. one of those like no. Grizz inside joke things. And then basically you had to tell me it wasn't. <laughs> you know, it's – I mean, it's not like he couldn't have made that leap this summer, but I don't know why anyone would have expected him to. And, I mean, I was hope I was hoping he would come in and – at least compete to be in the 10 man rotation, but he just looks slow, dude. He just he looks slow. slow. That's why he looks it. Well, it's not even just being, it's not even just physically slow. It's, it seems like the game is still a step ahead of him in his head. And that's what worries me. Yeah. Like we, we've seen this summer, his ability to, he's done better at being able to make, actually make some shots. He's been better as a scorer. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's something he's he's definitely improved upon. He can continue yes. to improve. I'm not completely out on Aldama, but the fact that I look and it seems like mentally he's still behind some of these guys who are just now coming into summer league for the first time, that's a problem. Now there's there's there is a big learning curve. I know that uh, I saw somewhere last year, you know, Darko was trying to take him under his wing. There's a big learning curve mentally as well as physically for him, just with uh just with the game, but I mean, it's he. It's not. It's not beyond the realm of possibility to me that he becomes a true rotation player. It's not beyond the realm of possibility that he could become a starter. Weirder things have happened. Yeah. It's also not 
outside the realm of possibility to me that he never cracks the rotation for an NBA roster. Yeah. Both things are in play. And the people, I'm. Mean, it's not hate. It's not hate. I want him to succeed. I admit where he's improved, but what are we talking about? Nothing about him looks like an NBA player right now. No, it hasn't. It did, even when he did the pump fake, go up and do the reverse dunk, that's still, it was slow as Christmas. I, I don't yeah. think, I, like well, I, I love, I love that the fan base at any fan base, no matter if it's our fan base or some other fan base. And I don't want to completely just trash on us, but I get the excitement. Okay. But let's think about it. All right. Let's view exactly what it is. This is a guy who should not have been a first round draft pick. They wanted to go get their guy and they did. Okay. They have him another year under contract because he's a first round pick. Okay. He is a project. He is supposed to be developing. If you look at the roster, I did it. He is not in the top 10 rotation, even as of now. Like, honestly, they would put Tillman over him. They would put Roddy over him. John Conchar just got paid. The 6 through 10 guys, I put Jaron in the top five. He is 6 through 10, you know, rotation guys on a normal day. Tyus, Zaire, Clark, Conchar, LaRavia. You're not, you're not going to see Obama's Obama not there. 11. No, he's not 11. He's not 12. Roddy's you 12. Mentioned, you haven't mentioned Tilly yet. You haven't mentioned Roddy yet. I mean, and that's okay. It's not yeah. hate. I said is my favorite play of the entire Grizzly season was that reverse dunk. I thought it was the swaggiest non-jaw play of the entire season. Wow. That's I terrible. loved it. Wow. Loved it. No, it was, it's amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. That was amazing. He looked at the bench while he finished. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you have that. All I'm one. saying, all I'm saying is I can love it and wish him the best and hope he turns out. I can also say there's a definite possibility he's a miss. Both things can be true. I don't know if we're ready to say he's a miss yet. And I, no, I, no, no, no. I'm not saying he is, but I it's agree. possible. Yes. Right. No, 100% it's possible. But in my opinion, is it a miss for the front office? Yes. Um, he wasn't supposed to be drafted that high. If he's drafted 30 spots lower, he's not a miss. He is what he's supposed to be. I think in the end of the day, that's what he kind of is. But the one thing that he has over the rest of the guys that are the ones like him, okay, he's much taller than, than Junior. He's much taller than Tillman. He's much taller um, than anyone else. Uh, I know I'm, I'm forgetting somebody, but he, Arati, he's much taller than all those guys. My thing on, on Santi, and we're, it's going to be the last thing because I don't want to spend forever on him, um, and I don't want to trash the guy because I think he – I think he has potential. He just needs time. And I think people are trying to push his developmental time up. But I think what he needs is to find his role. He doesn't have a role. The summer league, he's doing stuff that he shouldn't be doing. But the reason he's doing that is because they want to see if he can do it. So mm-hmm. everybody just, you know, Aaron Rodgers, relax. Like, it's all going to be okay. What you're going to do with him is you're going to make him probably put a little bit of pounds on him. If he's going to be that slow, he's just going to have to be that slow. He does not, at this height, at this shape, at this size, whatever weight he's at right now, he still does not step out and guard the guy who's going over a pick and roll. He doesn't go out there and try to hedge and try to take on. He's a drop big. And if he wants to be a drop big who's kind of a stretch five, then that's fine. 
but he has to find his role and find out what he's good at. Is it the corner three? Is it the, the, the weak side, you know, post where he comes in for the easy layups? So what is it? I, I think it's going to take time. He, he has to find his role. And again, he has developed. There are things I can tell he's worked on. There 100%. That's, a, that's what I want to end it on. I want to yep. be a little compliment sandwich. That's what summer league is about. Yep. Compliment sandwiches. Hey, this looks awesome. This needs to improve. This looks good. There we go. He's a million times better than he, what he was in last year's summer league. There you go. Oh, I sing on top of that compliment sandwich. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So real quick, we're going to go through these guys. Um, just give me what you like or didn't like about uh, their, their summer league so far, just in Utah. We're about to get to Vegas. Uh, but real quick, maybe, you know, one sentence or two, Jake LaRavia. The shot looked really good. I thought he was smart and in control. I think he needs to find ways to be more effective outside of that with rebounding and probably pick up a little bit quicker on defense. I agree. He kind of go, he kind of disappears at times, which Mm -hmm. that's okay. Like if he, you know, I I like his shot. I think that he's going to really benefit from a Tyus and a jaw. I think he will find some wide open shots. It's all about, can he go in and put the work in to be a knockdown shooter? So we'll see. Um, Kennedy Chandler. The dribble penetration with him was awesome. The game really slowed down for him. And this third game too, which was my main note I had, is I thought the game was going to need to slow down for him a little bit. But, I mean, Bulldog. Bulldog, great, does a lot for his size that you wouldn't expect. So, um I'm slowly but surely becoming a big fan in him, what he's going to be able to pull off. I think he is the backup of the future here for sure. Yeah, I think he is too. Uh, I think that's why they signed Tyus to that. You know, like I said, they're going to sign him to a two-year deal. Uh, I thought it would be the one-on-one. Um, I'm guessing they didn't want to feel comfortable doing that. But I think if um, – I think they would really honestly think about doing it now. But I, honestly, these guys that they're playing against – they're all guys that are going to be okay. They're going to be into the bench guys, potentially not playing, maybe G League guys, to which I'll answer the question that some people are trying to say, like, I wish that Junior could be up here, but uh, this other guy could go be on a two-way. All right. Let's just all be crystal clear on this. All these rookies can all go down to South Haven. It's just contracts. Now, I don't know the ins and outs of it. I don't know if you can actually be picked up by another team and signed to a restricted contract to which the Grizzlies would have to match if, for say, like they went after somebody, went after uh, Junior, uh, who is, you know, Kenneth Lofton Jr., uh, they'd have to go and, and sign the same thing. I don't know how that works, but the 2A is definitely different from the main roster, but they're under contract. Let's all relax. Uh, they have 17 under contract right now, but they can all play on and G League. You're going to see Kennedy Chandler 100% play in G League. You are. All right, let's move on. Uh, David Roddy. I actually have him as probably closer to the 10-man rotation than I thought he was going to be. His shot obviously needs to come around. We need to see him make a few, but everything else he did awesome, in my opinion. When I was there live, I was in a really good spot to see. They sort of brought him out to that left wing a lot, which was right in front of me. He was always looking at – he always knew where to be. He always was seeing a couple moves ahead of where the game was, and that's why he was able to rebound so well. We saw him rebound really well tonight, especially on the offensive end. 
defended really well, rotated well, made some really good passes. I mean, the playmaking was unexpected that he had. I, I Listen, I know that I, I like to make the joke about how I'm a draft expert, so I have to fall in love with David Roddy now. But mm-hmm. in all seriousness, the only knock I had on him was shooting and then the typical rookie new guy stuff that everybody has. Everything else he was awesome at. Yeah. Um, I Honestly, I've been underwhelmed by him so far. Um, really? I, it, yeah, I, I just I haven't I haven't seen it. I had it hadn't jumped off the page to me. And I'm a guy who hmm. likes to zero in on guys, and I like to zero in and watch their entire few possessions. Like I did, you know, Santi was getting a lot of uh, slander, and so tonight I literally paid attention to Santi. I I quit watching the game like the uh, like in a full mode. I literally. Uh, and it might be the 100 degree temperature that I have as well that I'm trying to fight uh, whatever I have for my kids. Thank you a lot, girls. Um, but I was watching Santi and just seeing how he reacted to, you know, screens and stuff like that. So I might have missed a little bit of David Roddy, uh, but I did see that he was giving more effort on the on the glass, on the offensive glass mainly. Um, his passing's been good when he's done it, but I haven't seen it like i need it to pop out to me usually and that's usually what separates you and then i could see like hey you're gonna have an effect on a nba game because of this i haven't seen it he is not the big energy guy he's not he has not been he's not the guy who is you know pulling up from three and knocking them down when he really needs to like, I don't even know if he's hit one this entire time. Uh, did he hit one tonight? No. So he didn't want hit one at all in these games. Um, and so he's 0 for 4. So he hadn't yeah. done that. His passing's been okay. Nothing, you know, that jumps off the screen to me. It's just, it's looked good when he's done it. But there's not been anything that jumps off the screen that I can just say, there it is. That's how he's going to affect an NBA game. And see, I thought it was the rebounding. See, I, that's where it stood out to me was even in that first game, he was – his stats aren't that impressive, but he was down there banging some of the bigger guys down low and going up and getting some boards and fighting for him and scrapping for him. And he was just always in the right place. It, you know what it was? It was very um, conchari in mm-hmm. that way, where he's always in the right spot. He just was seemed to always be making the right play. And then he just has the upside, the, the sort of body upside. You know, we talk about the P.J. Tucker comps, the Grant Williams comps that Conchar doesn't have from a pure physical standpoint, but see, I was out. I thought he affected the game both both times he played yeah. a lot. I could I could really see how he could he could translate to the NBA. So that's something we're going to disagree on. It wasn't like he stood out as the star, but I thought he did a lot of good stuff, a whole lot of good stuff. Yeah. Well, we can disagree on that. That's fine. Um, we have honestly four, you know, five plus games left. Uh, you know, the Grizzlies are going to go to Vegas now. Uh, and we're not going to spend too much time on this. Uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, you know, give me two players that you're looking for uh, and looking forward to kind of seeing something different out of them in this Vegas uh, summer league. Obviously, we've seen them in three games now. So uh, I'm going to ask you for two. Just give me two guys you're looking for, maybe something in particular that you're looking for, because I want to see uh, kind of where your mind's at. Like what when you watch these games, what's something that you're hoping comes out? But let's hit on the last guy real quick. I don't want to pass him up. He is another draft pick. Um, Vince Williams Jr. Okay, we're going to hit on him, and then we'll go to Jr. because we haven't talked about him enough yet. 
Um, we, I promise you, we're going to have so much on Junior. That'll be at the end, okay? I don't want to spend the time now. I don't. I have need too to be much. His own episode. He will get his own episode. And he is, he's getting the, uh, he's catching the eye of the Grizzlies fan base. Like, um, I don't, it, it, it's crazy. He's taking over. But Vince Williams Jr., anything on him that you saw? And don't, let's not go long on him. I mean, the shot looked beautiful the first game. You know, it's, he's going to be, I think, a G League superstar from what I can tell. He's super long. He's got great defensive ability. He's going to be able to use that length in a lot of different ways. And the shot's there. I don't question the shot. His ability to fit within the game and make the shots, it's just hard to tell. You know, that's that first game, he was awesome. He looked really good, I thought. The second game, he looked bad. He looked like he had zero impact on the game, but he was also playing with, I mean, I don't even remember their names. Tremont Waters, who was not interested in passing that first game. And then Sigu, I don't Ronaldo Sigu, is that is that his name? We'll just call him Ronaldo. Yeah, there we go. Uh, you know, it's just what that's gonna look a lot different with John Moran or Ty Jones, right? So is there a chance for him to play a little bit in the NBA? I don't know, probably a little bit this year, but um definitely he's got some work to do to have a bigger impact on the game. Yeah. But all no, that- with with Vince Williams Jr. I think he's a guy who benefits from playing with better people around him just for the simple thing of he is long. He can defend pretty well. He will be the guy who is, he hits the open threes, but he's not going to do much more than that. He's going to play defensively. He's going to be fine, but he's going to be the guy that, you know, swing, swing shot or swing, swing pump fake. They crash, kick it back out for somebody else to take a shot. Like that's really going to be his effect on a game. Like there's not much else to it. He's not going to be the guy who's going to break you down. He's not going to do all that shot creation stuff, pump fake shot, bury him, whatever. There's not much to it. And that's fine. That's what he should be. That's your role. You want to hear something fun about Vince Williams? Oh God, here we go. This is, this is just, uh, it's not crazy. This is my upside of what he could turn into cam Johnson. I think his upside is very cam Johnson. Yeah. In my head. That's what I see. Okay. Now, is he going to reach that? Who knows? But I, that's what I could see him being his potential. So that's exciting if you're a Grizz yeah. fan. He could turn into that. I like it. He'll be in. Uh, he'll be the one that benefits the most from uh, the G League, honestly. Um, and we'll go to the other guy that's going to be in the G League, and that's going to be Junior. He obviously took this by storm as you're flexing, and nobody can see this on camera. Um, he took everybody by storm, and rightfully so. He took on Chet. And on, and he went into his chest. He went into him. He had some good moments. He looked like he is ready to battle anytime he steps on the floor. And I could not be more happy about that. Dude, so I don't know. You you may be the hip, cool dad, but one of the big trends on TikTok right now is putting Freebird to a bunch of chaotic stuff. That was the first three or four minutes of game two against Chet junior had the free bird soundtrack going on in his head and he just went to town man being in that arena when that was happening was incredible was he taking over the arena from the opposing fans dude yes okay yes the same stuff that i was doing when giddy would make some freaky type pass that's what the thunder fans in there were doing when lofton hit a 40 foot step back three from the logo it was it was awesome man um 
but he he surprised me in, in all seriousness. So in game one, the notes that I had where he was skilled, he knew how to use his body. I think, and I still think this after the second game, he needs to lose a little bit of weight and get a little bit quicker, just a little bit, not a ton. He's, I text my buddies like, well, at his size, quick isn't going to be a big deal or a big thing for him. I'm like, yeah, he's not going to be quick, but being a little bit quicker is going to help him a lot since he is undersized. But dude, I did not know how skilled he was truly. Yeah. I mean, it's not just the ability to go and tomato chest chat, which he did mm. over Chet, and over. Chet wasn't having it. And he, over. He was over it. Um, it. I felt bad for poor Chet, but not really. But the ability to not only bang bang him in the chest, but then go up and under or know what move to go to, to know which way to spin to, that's something that is a true skill that is really hard. I mean, we've seen Jaron struggle to develop a post move for a while now and often has that in, in spades. So, uh yeah, I, I think he could really get some run this year. I'm really, I was really surprised by that. I stand by and he's a little bit quicker, but everything else about him, I saw someone call him the orange, the orange mound of rebound. I'm all about it, man. I'm all aboard the Lofton Express. I'm going wherever it goes. I want to say this from one of the guys who is a big listener of this. I want to say um, on, I guess it's Twitter. It's like Savage. I think it's his Twitter name. I can't remember. I think it was from him that he said that. I'm not sure. Uh, might have been the guy Melvin Purdy. I see his name come through. It might have been him. Uh, Whoever it was, amazing. They, yeah, flashing my head of who I just remember seeing it and going, "Oh, that was that was very good." Uh, but he goes by Junior. That's what he said. That's what he told Jessica Benson. Is just call me Junior. Um, let's just you know, honestly, just you know, I'm going to give him what he wants, right? But he is 19. All right, let's just be clear on that. But I'm going to ask you a, a simple question about the human body, and you might get this right. You might not. What weighs more, muscle or fat? Muscle. Okay. Muscle does, right? All right. Well, is that right? I thought it was fat this whole time. No, it's muscle. Listen, I would have got it wrong. Uh, I've never said that I'm the smart guy here, and I'm currently carrying a a big temp. Please. I'm way past my Adderall uh, time, time up. So let me Google this to make sure I'm not wrong. Well, my thinking was, is if he works out and turns that fat into muscle, you know, hey, like he could trim up because my main thing is, and I think you're right now that I'm thinking about it, uh, muscle does weigh more than uh, more than fat for sure. Um, but I don't want him to lose what makes him good because if he does lose a lot of weight guess what happens he becomes average he just becomes becomes an undersized big guy that has skill i want to see him stay as strong and as big as he is but yes let's tone it up and he's he's money but he's 19 19 he's never been in a big program that really could actually just say hey this is your diet okay I know he's not going to get get paid tons of money, but I promise you he can live right next to the arena if he really wants to, and they can have a chef make his food every single day at no cost to him. And I guarantee that's what's going to happen. So let's get him in, you know, a little bit of the weight room, a little bit of uh, nutrition, and don't lose what you're good at. And that is being the size you are. And honestly, 
being so powerful. So, all right, enough about Lofton. We're going to have a whole episode on him because I have the statement that I made to you, and I think it kind of blew you away, that he's going to be the starting four in seasons 24-25. Do you agree with me? That depends on if Sharon ever becomes a center. <laughs> but yeah. Because <laughs> you didn't agree with me the first night. You didn't at all. I didn't agree with you the first night. I thought that was a stretch, but I mean, yeah, I could, no t- more. I, could, I could totally see it now. I He's can definitely see it. He is a gamer. He fits this 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 front office. He really does. Like analytics, like has to love him. All right, let's keep going. Um, all right. So a little bit of a rundown on Vegas, and then we will completely get out of here. Um, but Saturday is the first game in Vegas. They play on the ninth, play against the Clippers at 8.30 on NBA TV. Uh, if you're going the next time, they do a back-to-back, which is Sunday the 10th. They're going to take on the Timberwolves at 8 o'clock. Uh, I think their new guy, uh, Gobert, is he playing in that game? Is he on the summer league roster? No, I heard he's a little old. Okay. He also is a little scared. Okay, so no Gobert. Um, I don't know his first name, uh, Rudolph Go- Gobert. I'm, I'm not sure, but it's going to be eight o'clock against Timberwolves on ESPNU. And then Tuesday. I was so corny, dude. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Straight corn. I'm going to blame that one on the fever. Yeah, that's something. Um, the 12th, which is Tuesday, Nets, 530 ESPN2. And then Thursday, uh, Celtics, 230 during the afternoon, NBA TV. They do play the tournament. Uh, on Saturday, I believe, is the start of the tournament. So it's going to go all the way through the 17th, whether the Grizzlies are in it or not. I'm going to get your, uh, you know, your your two guys. But first, before we get your two guys, do you think they have a chance of winning this summer league after seeing them now, the three games in Utah? I don't think so. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to poo-poo on the parade, but they don't they don't have, like, the – the guy they got a bunch of role players on on the team you know and somebody's gonna have the guy it might be detroit with ivy and duran and cunningham or it might be chet and apparently josh giddy is a summer league player and jan williams but they don't have the the upside for it but i think we'll see a lot of good stuff i think they'll be good but not the best yeah i think they'll be fine they'll definitely go in my opinion two and two they probably go three and one who knows about the tournament whoever they get matched up with um, but I agree with you. I, I think they don't have the athleticism on this team. Um, I think that they don't have the shooting, even though they, they proved us all wrong in the first half of the first game. If they were to do that in every game, yes. You know, we're, we're winning a title. That's a guarantee, but that's not going to happen. All right, let's get into your two guys that you want to see and you're looking for something out of them. Who is it, and what are you looking for? This is going to sound like a bit of a cop-out, but it's Roddy and Laravia. Because Williams is the same thing. I think he is a I think he's a project that isn't gonna be counted on to contribute much this year. Zaire, I think we've already sort of seen what we wanted to see out of him. If he can continue doing that, awesome, but it's nothing new. I want to see Laravia, I want to see him impact the game in more ways than just shooting, which I thought he did a little bit of, but I want to see him if he can get the ball in his hands and do a little bit more, be a little more assertive. And that might just be him getting the permission to go do that. I don't know, but I want to see him do more. And then Roddy, I just want to see him shoot and then sort of get that it factor like you're talking about, you know, not just be doing all the little things. Hey, can you come in and do big things like knock down those shots? And so um, those are two guys I want to see the most from. There's a lot of stuff. I think Candy Chandler has been awesome, but yeah, no, there's, 
those are the two main guys I want to see something from because I think they're the two that they need to come in and contribute right away more than anyone. Yep. So I'm looking, uh, I'm going to go with David Roddy as well. I know it's a cop out, but um, I have to go with him because he is the main guy I'm looking for. I'm looking to see if he can, his, his rebounding numbers, do they continue to keep going up now that he's starting to play with the same guys? He's played three, uh, two games with the same crew. Um, and then the three point shot, can he bury one, uh, find his spot, you know, on the floor. But the main thing, like you just said, I want to see it. Whatever it is, whatever makes him jump off the screen and say that is how he's going to make a NBA team, and that's how he's going to make really his stance on uh, any team, whether it's here or somewhere else. I want to see why they went up and got him and traded DeAnthony Melton and got him at 23. I want to see it. Last guy, fan favorite, Junior. And the reason is I want to see if he can kind of keep doing it. Okay, he went two of six from three in that second game. The first game, I think he went 0 of one. So now he's had a little bit of uh, time under his belt. You're going to see that he'll play minutes at times. But just remember, there's a pecking order to this. If Xavier Tillman is in the game, if he's playing, he's not going to play more minutes than Xavier Tillman. Just because Xavier Tillman has played in playoff games this past season. They don't want to completely cut off Xavier Tillman's head. Like, they can't do that yet. So there is a little bit of politics to this. So you're going to see him not play, but, you know, 12 to 16 minutes max when Tillman's on the, on the court. When he's not on the court, can you do a little bit? So I want to see your rebounding, your three-point shot, and can you continue to keep doing what you've been doing? And that's really what I'm looking for. If he can keep doing that, I think that he could really – impress a lot of people and I think that this is a really good chance he has going into training camp where he could actually make a someone make a really hard decision do you pull him do you make some trades and pull him off a two-way to put him on the main roster like that can happen okay this isn't he's not stuck on the two-way forever so do they trade do they throw Tillman in on a trade to make room for Kenny Lofton I think it could happen all right, that's all we got. Anything else you have, Nathan? No, I, listen, I'm super thankful to be able to go to those games. It was a ton of fun. <laughs> Happy to have some Grizzlies basketball back and excited to see the guys in Vegas. I wish we were going there, but super pumped for it. And I hope that you get the feeling better, man. Your, your fever is really getting the best of you here at the end. I'm good. I'm good. I'm bouncing back. Uh, I'm about to put up this podcast tonight, so I have to do it in the morning. Uh, but that's all we have. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love summer league. I hate when we don't play our guys. So just know they're not going to play all their guys one game, 100%. They might actually sit some guys in one game, some guys in another. But you're going to see two full games out of this crew. Uh, I would say no doubt, especially the first game you're going to see, they're going to come out with their big dogs. The T-Wolves game, maybe not. It is a back-to-back. They don't like doing that. but after that, you have a Tuesday, Thursday, which is a day of rest in between. The Grizzlies are just weird about it. So just don't be upset if you actually get to Sunday and you're turning on 8 o'clock on ESPNU and you don't see Zaire Williams. Don't be mad. Don't cry. I'm going to cry. I'm <laughs> going to be mad. Let me tell you, I was, I was not a happy camper when I showed up to game two and saw all those guys in street clothes. I mean, I got I got the show that I paid for with Junior, but 
dude. I was like, I did not show up to see Ronaldo and Tremont Waters and Ronaldo. Romeo Weems come and try to take over Salt Lake City while I eat my mid J dog with fries and the fry sauce that was not invented here. Mid, come on, man. Mid J dog. All right, that's all we got. Let's have a great weekend. Uh, we're going to be back again on Monday. I'm hoping I can round Ryan up uh, as long as I don't just completely go under and uh, get even more sicker. I think I'm good. My kids all went through it, so I think I can handle it. I think I'm a, a bigger, better, badder guy. Probably not. Those kids are tough. I'm not. I'm a baby. Um, but that's all. That's all we got. Let's crush the weekend. Be nice and tell your friends. <laughs>